Good morning, friends, and welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, well, it is summer, in case you haven't noticed, if you've been hiding under a rock or maybe you've been indoors this whole time. Uh, We are fully immersed in the summer heat wave, and um, I have been looking at fall merchandise. (laughs) No surprise there. It's kind of par for the course when you're in uh, the fashion world and a stylist. Um, So thinking about this, I've been, you know, wanted to chat today about Fall is hitting the stores very soon. If not, a little bit has been creeping in or what they call pre-fall, which is kind of that transitional pieces and um, things that can work now and work in into the fall. Um, other places I've seen straight up sweaters um, in certain stores. And so wanted to know your thoughts about this. And I kind of as I was thinking about this, a question came up and I actually tweeted this on my Twitter, which is wardrobe envy at wardrobe envy, by the way. And, um, I asked the question, have you shopped in a retail store since they have reopened? Have you shopped in person yet? Um, or are you a strictly on online shopper? So feel free by the way, to, um, head over to Twitter and, you can answer me, you can, you know, you can respond, you can give me your input. Um, and uh, it's interesting to see. I'm curious as to what most people are doing. I, because of my profession, I've been in stores and, um, you know, it, it was leading me to believe once again how things are changing, which I'm always thinking about and, you know, really rethinking stores of the future. And, um, you know, I think before COVID-19 hit us. We saw a huge uptick in stores, e-commerce sites, and stores, big, big brands realizing um, long ago that they need to have an online presence. And I'd like to talk about this on the show because I think it's it's very important. And uh, it's a big part of our future as well as our present. And then, you know, we get hit by this pandemic. So of course, what happens Brands that have a an online presence and a solid base, a website and uh, e-commerce, are surviving. Brands that did not are having to quickly shuffle and, and realign things and rethink things and pivot. And maybe that's an online store. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it means completely shutting down or, you know, filing for bankruptcy and, and, and everything in between because we've seen major brands, Neiman Marcus, J. Crew. Um, J.C. Penney. We've, see, we've seen stores closing down locations. We've seen stores file for bankruptcy. We've seen all, all of it. And again, it's not necessarily the big stores or the small stores. It's kind of you know depends where the company was before the pandemic. Makes sense. So you know, thinking about retailers that are opening now, they really had to reassess the shopping experience. Experience. So I was just thinking about that. You know, things like curbside pickup. I think that's great. I think that should continue. I think it's wonderful right alongside with, it's kind of that in-between thing of online shopping and in-store shopping, right? It's, you know, you are either calling someone and asking, hey, do you have a size, you know, pair of Levi's in a size 26? Yes. Okay, great. You know, here's my credit card, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe it's on the app. You're doing it all even better, you know, probably even quicker. Um, and it's all digital and you're buying the stuff, paying for it. And then you're just 
going to the store and picking it up at the curbside service. So maybe that works for you. That might be more convenient than shopping online or shopping in store. Believe it or not, it's not always convenient to shop online. Um, for me, it's always a problem. I mean, this is part of what I do. I'm not a personal shopper, but I have done a shop for my existing clients. Um, most of them do their own shopping or we will do it together, kind of like, you know, searching for specific things. Um, but that's, you know, another story for another time. Um, but I think for me, it's, I don't like exchanging or returning. I think it's a hassle. I think it's inconvenience. Um, I like to see things, touch things, try things on. More importantly, more importantly than that, because yes, once you get it home, you can see it, touch it, feel it, but you've already paid for it. And there's no instant gratification. And most important, there's no relationship or contact with another human. And at the end of the day, whether you like this or not, uh, I don't consider myself extremely social. I think I'm, I think I'm a friendly person. Um, but I think when we're talking about um, in a store making a purchase where I'm spending my money, I think yes, I want to have that relationship because I want to have trust in the brands. I want to have trust in the person I'm dealing with. I want to have trust everywhere, like everyone does. So I think it's important to have that human contact. Um, even if I consider myself an expert in my industry, I need a second opinion many times, and many times it's just to hear someone else repeat what I was already thinking. But you hear it out loud; it helps. Like you know, do you love these trousers? Do you now? I already know if I love them or not, and I already know if they fit or not, and I already know if I'm going to wear them or not. But sometimes I need to hear someone else say, "No, you know, I prefer these. I think these look better." Or yes, those that's a great fit for you, and you know, especially because it's it's when it's on me. Um, so nonetheless, I like that in-store connection. I like the relationship. I like to get to know people. I like to have a point person to go to when I'm um, shopping. I like dedication and loyalty. I like to know that one person, they give me their business card. I give them mine. And I know I can call or text them or email them at any time for a certain product. And they're going to, because they then know me that I'm going to spend the money, they're going to pull stuff, set it aside for me. Give me a call when something special comes in. Give me a call when something in my size comes in or the size I'm shopping for, etc. That is a relationship. And that is what I think is the most important thing when it comes to retail shopping. Um, so, you know, that is what I crave the most, I think. And then second would be just seeing, just being in the shopping experience. So seeing the merchandise, seeing the way it is worked in, seeing it on mannequins or displays or tables folded, hung, whatever it is, the, the, um, atmosphere that the store gives off, you know, some stores are just so pleasant to shop in and it could not, there could not be one single person in the store or could be extremely crowded. I still really enjoy which usually for me that affects my shopping experience. There are some stores that ha- make the experience so pleasant that it doesn't matter. And I'll give you an example. One that comes to mind very quickly is Anthropology. I love this store. This is a store where now, do I buy a ton from there? Eh. Not not more. It's not it's not my number one uh, go to store by any means, and it's not. I wouldn't even say it's the brand I wear the most. It's definitely not. I would say there are certain things I know I can get there, and I will look if I'm looking for that particular item. I will look there. 
Um, and that's including home, by the way. It's home as well as um, apparel. Because I really, I probably shop more more at Anthropology for home decor than I do anything else. But here's why I love it. It's just a pleasant experience. And I always say whenever I'm in a bad mood, you know, it's kind of like the uh, Audrey Hepburn movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's. You know, whenever she's feeling down or depressed, she goes to Tiffany's because she's crazy about Tiffany's and nothing bad can happen when you're at Tiffany's. I feel that way about Anthropology. They have really, it's, first of all, it smells really good. They have really lovely candles, scented candles, and everything is merchandised so lovely. Like, I love all the little vignettes. I like whether it's clothing or it's sofas or it's what whatever it may be, pots and pans or, not pots and pans, like, di- you know, dishware, home decor kind of stuff. I really love the way they display it because they have, they take such creative, um, for a, uh, steps to create a really cool environment. And then their window displays, of course, are always so inventive. So that's why I, that's one of the reasons why I really love the in-store shopping. It's just the experience alone. So I think that all of this, you know, for taking a lot of this away or making it a lot less. So we're making, you know, some stores, you have to make an appointment. Some stores are encouraging, you know, they're allowing certain amount of people in and then that's it. Okay. It's great. I understand this is all for our safety, and I appreciate that. However, I think on the if you look at it from the business side of it, this really forces retailers to kind of know your customer. And I think the bet, which is goes back to what I'm saying, that customer interaction and that one-on-one experience and that one-on-one relationship with a salesperson and a customer, but also the brand and the customer. So on a bigger scale, so. I think that now more than ever, brands really need to sort of prove themselves and, and again, instill that trust, exactly what I was saying before about, um, you know, salespeople. So I think, um, you know, think, and I'll give you a really good example of one thing that is happening. Um, Nike is planning to open 150 to 200 smaller footprint stores in the U.S. and the EMEA uh, over the next few years. Why? Because they're saying that, you know, the that business model, that plan of years ago of having a major flagship in certain major cities and tourist locations isn't really not lo- working anymore or not the way to go. Maybe maybe it's working, but it's not um, the best it could be. So they're focusing more on smaller stores, these kind of neighborhood stores, and uh, they feel that they're more effective than a flagship. Um, and and I again, this ties right into what I'm saying. So imagine there is a um, you know a, a smaller town, let's call it, or a smaller city, and there's a smaller Nike there. You know, you'll get to know if if you're if you're a Nike shopper. You'll get to know people there. People will get to know you. You could have a local, you know, you could be the local customer. And then there's the, you've got your retail assistant that, again, gets to know you. So it goes hand in hand with exactly what I'm saying, what I love about that retail experience. And, um, you know, you can still shop by the app, which is what I love. And I'm not just talking about Nike. I'm talking about several, lots and lots of uh, major brands. I like shopping by the app. Um, But here's my question. There's only one thing with one problem with all of this, how I see it. What about new merchandise? So is it enough to look at the website or look at the app and say, oh, that looks fun. Let me go to the store or make an appointment and go in to see it. Is that going to drive people more 
Or is it, I mean, I guess it depends on what your shopping habits. Or is it you've got to be in the store already and for one reason or another, and then you need to see the merchandise in hand in person. And that's what's going to drive you to try it on or, or not, or just to buy it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So here's what I've been doing. You know, I like to give you my uh, tidbits and my stories about what I've been doing and and what I think that kind of works. I I always like to find the most efficient system of anything, but especially when it comes to shopping. So I'm going to take Zara as the example. And again, I am not paid by Zara. It's not, you know, I don't shop there the most. Again, I shop uh, different different places for different things. But we'll take that because it's, uh, I feel like most people, it's affordable and most people can relate to a Zara store and Zara shopping. So great products, great prices. Um, yes, it's fast fashion, but, um, it's not necessarily bad. Um, if you're conscious of what you're buying, you you know, you can, you can find things that you like in both H and M's are and all those kinds of stores, but specifically let's take Zara. So they have an app and I've downloaded the app. I only downloaded the app once we were all staying at home. Like a lot of people did because I was online and I was shopping and, um, you know, it was just something to do and something to keep me busy. Um, even a lot of times I wouldn't buy, actually buy something. Um, I would just kind of look around and browse and maybe save it for later and then go back to it and say no. But you know, I was surfing on the internet. So I started, you can, on the Zara app, you can favor, you can favorite everything. So it'll save to a little section where your favorites are. So I started just saving, 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 saving. I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, like, and then I would go back and maybe three days, seven days, two weeks, whatever it is. And I'll look again as I'm bored. Once again, I have my phone and I'll look at my favorites. Some of the things I'll go, eh, I don't really love that anymore. And unfavorite. Some things I do. Some things I'll say, I like this, but I like it better if it were on sale because I don't think it's worth whatever they've priced it at. Other things I said, yes, press the buy button, add to basket, you know, buy it right away. And then what happened? So then I started getting, you know, shipments from different retailers, including Zara, among others, because then lots of sales happen. And, you know, for the most part, I was playing it safe. I would buy like a little handbag or maybe a little straw bag for the beach, maybe a T-shirt. I didn't try. I didn't venture out to things that I, I wasn't sure about the sizing. And there were kind of simple things that, you know, I didn't spend a lot of money on. There was, they weren't definitely weren't huge, big investments at all. And, um, you know, it didn't really matter if I did, if it didn't fit perfectly, but it fit okay, all good. Um, or if I got it and I was like, Oh, I like it. I don't love it. You know, not a big deal to return it or just keep it. So now fast forward and stores start to open. So this is what I've done now. And this is what I've done with other stores that don't have an app. I will screenshot things. So now Zara opens and I go into the store and I go to, I find a um, friendly uh, salesperson, which most of them are in my experience. And they have the, Zara, what I love about them is they have these little tiny uh, devices that look like a smartphone and they can basically look up anything, anything at all. They have their whole inventory there. They can look up, they can check other stores. You don't have to wait and go to the register like a lot of stores do, which is completely annoying by the way. Come on people. This is 2020, regardless of a pandemic, you should have been doing this a long time ago. 
little mobile devices, people, uh, 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 assistant or retailers, I'm sorry, sales associates can look up immediately what's in their inventory. Hi, do you have this in a size small? Yes, I do. Or no, I don't. Okay, you don't. Let me check another store. You know, oh, they have it at a blah, blah, blah store. Or no, it's out of stock. Or yes, we have it, but only online. Would you like me to order it for you? Boom, bam, boom. You see where I'm going with this? I love this. Brilliance. It saves everybody time. It saves, it saves everybody hassle. Um, I'm getting what I want or I'm finding out that it's not available at all. And usually it is, especially with a place like Zara. So I love that. And they can also look stuff up. So and here I am screenshotting everything or saving it to my favorites. And then if I can't find it right away in the store, I just go over to the, to one of the lovely salespeople and, and they type in the little number. And they're like, yes, we have that. And they even tell me exactly where it is on the floor because a lot of Zars are, are really big. So they'll say, oh, it's downstairs in the front part of the store. Or, oh, it's upstairs in the back part of the store. Great. Or sometimes they'll just go get it for me. Uh, but I don't mind going and getting it myself just as long as I know, oh, it is there in that size, in that color that you want. And they'll even say, yeah, it comes in three colors and it's, you know. So I love this. So I've been really trying to use the apps and use um, all of this stuff to my advantage and use it in conjunction with in-store shopping. So that's my experience. If and and I suggest you try it. I really I really love the screenshot and then saving it. I also, by the way, once I screenshot something, because now you're you've got a lot of stuff, a lot of photos. Maybe you've got a lot of photos anyway in your in your phone. I have a separate folder for that. So I have what's called a wish list folder, and the wish wish list is all of the screenshots that I save of things that I want to look for once I'm in a store, or maybe it's things I'm waiting for them to go on sale, or maybe it's a, a a good gift idea that I want to forward to my husband. Um, I always send him a wish list. I have no problem with that. Um, it takes the guesswork out of it all. So I recommend you trying this. If you do, let me know how it goes. Um, and again, love for you to answer my question over on Twitter. It's wardrobe envy at wardrobe envy, which is my same handle on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, there's no hyphen in the middle, just wardrobe envy. Uh, so do you shop in person? Have you been shopping in person or are you strictly online shopper? You know, do you feel comfortable? Let me know your thoughts. Okay. On that note, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back trends for summer for 2020, Oh, and trends to let go of. You don't want to miss this. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. 
Okay, so let's get into this. Trends for summer 2020. It's good to talk about. We've talked about it here on the show in the up the previous weeks, but here we are in the middle of a heat wave, and I still feel like there's lots of people that don't really get into their summer wardrobe until we have a heat wave. So um, I know this because perfect is myself included, by the way. I don't actually dig into my really summery stuff until the temperature is, you know, dictates. So I mean, I guess that's normal. So let's talk about some trends, and I'm going to give you a trend. Trend, and then I'm going to give you a tr- the, the counter trend to let go of. So kind of like a, an answer for everything I've got. So I realize that lots of people are, um, after this whole stay at home thing, people reemerging, but people really want simplicity and comfort. And oftentimes people equate that with, in my opinion, boring, sloppy, and ugly. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be. So, you know, I don't think like, okay, now we can go out. Oh, I'm going to go out in sweats because I've been in sweats for four months. No, the opposite. I'm actually, you know, looking forward to getting dressed up, even if it's to go to the grocery store, even though, you know, I have a mask on and I, I don't wear lipstick anymore. I look forward to putting on pretty clothes. I, I like it, even if it's just for a walk with my dogs um, or my husband. So, um, but I don't think it has to be kind of an either or kind of thing. So, for example, summer trend to let go, maybe something to let go of, strap in. By the way, by let go, I mean for this season. I don't mean forever because you know things always come back. And you know, thing, you know what? At some point, if you wore high heels before, you're going to wear high heels again. Maybe it's just a little bit later. Maybe it's next season. So, for example, strappy sandals. This is something I normally wear all summer long. That's a staple. But, you know, if I had a specific event to go to, yeah, I probably would. But since I don't, you know, I'm not going to any weddings or any big gatherings this summer. So trade that in for what? A summer trend. Embrace the sporty, chunky sandal. And yes, I say yes, yes, yes to this. I love this idea. So sporty, chunky. Well, basically what I mean, if you need a visual, um, picture a Birkenstock with more chunk underneath or maybe it has a a strap around the back of the heel or just an almost an ugly sandal but it's a cross between like a sandal and a hiking shoe so something with like a tread or something with a platform or something just really comfortable it's fun but it's fun and it's comfortable um also on my list lots of accessories so summertime i tend to wear more jewelry than i do in the winter Simple reason, I'm usually wearing sleeveless tops or short sleeves or tank tops or strapless dress or something. So I've got more, you know, arm space and just more areas to decorate, in my opinion. Um, And I tend to over-accessorize anyway. I I love lots and lots of jewelry. But I'm thinking this year, kind of trading that in, let, letting go of that, and the summer trend of one to two statement pieces. So maybe if you're, a, some people are, is two camps when it comes to jewelry in particular. Um, the big, chunky, bold, bold earrings, bold, big chain necklace, big, bold bangles. Then there's the people that really love super delicate items. Either or is fine. I'm just saying pick one to two statement pieces. And I've actually been doing this um, and I've been focusing more on my clothing and then maybe 
you know, having like a good watch and one pair of statement earrings or, you know, one really fab bracelet, chunky bracelet and, you know, small, smaller post earrings, but basically kind of swapping it out and keeping it a little more low key and simple, but still keeping it. So still making that effort to feel pretty and, you know, pulled together and, um, basically not in your pajamas or your sweatpants. (laughs) Um, and lastly, that's summer synthetic summer dresses. There's always lots and lots of, um, and this falls right into the fast fashion category, summer dresses that are either short and tight or, or big and flowy, but they're that, that sort of, um, synthetic fabric, um, of whatever, whatever it may be and sort of swap it, letting that go. And I think that should be a let go for good and kind of investing more in super comfy, flowy dresses, and specifically, I'm going to say cotton or linen um, and pairing it with sneakers. So for me, that's a really great transition from where we were at home, staying at home in my PJs and sweats to stepping out and not, you know, again, I don't have anywhere super fancy to go to right now, but I want to still feel pulled together. I want to, you know, dress feminine and dress girly and dress in all of the things that I love. So maybe I am wearing a comfortable flowy skirt. Maybe it's maxi skirt or a midi skirt. Um, but then I pair it with a pair of sneakers. So I feel like that's kind of solves both, um, issues. And again, I feel really, really pulled together. Okay. So, um, I've got a new segment for the show and, um, it's just kind of things I've been noticing when I'm out and about, and I'm going to call it street style spy. So I spy with my little eye and I'm going to, I'm, you know, throughout all of my travels, I am always so inspired by people, probably the most people. And it doesn't matter if they're celebrities or they're everyday people like you and I, I love people watching. And I think most people do, but I really look, I really look at like the habits and what, of course, what they're wearing, not in a judgmental way, just kind of observing like, oh, that's cool. Or, oh, you know, you could kind of guess a lot of things about a person and how they dress and and how they kind of interact. So I'm calling this street style spy. So here I've been out and about and here, not as much as normal, but here's what I have seen so far in terms of fashion trends. So that's the topic. Keep it in mind. Um, handkerchief tops. I've been seeing lots and lots of them. Also, I've seen a lot of them pop up on social media. So love this vintage trend that's come back. You basically so easy. Take a really cool scarf, a big silk scarf, fold it in a triangle and you wrap it around and that's it. You've got a little vintage top. I love this look can be super casual, but yet again, pulled together. One shoulder tanks. I might very, very, very much love this trend. I'm guilty of this. Again, effortlessly chic and vintage cut bikinis. Um, High waisted bikinis with sort of a vintage print. Uh, We saw this come back last year, sort of the high waisted bikini, but I've seen more and more in very vintagey looking prints like little tiny flowers or, um, you know, a very Annette Funicello type of uh, print or Gidget inspired. And I have been loving it all. So those are the things I've been seeing lately on the streets and beaches, obviously. And I have to say I'm loving. Oh, and one more. I've been seeing lots and lots of open back tops. 
Um, I love this paired with jeans, very romantic feel and, and sort of a, an easy, simple way to get dressed with just a pair of jeans. And again, goes back to keeping things super, super simple for these hot days and the summer months when we're not really going many places, but hopefully going a few places. Um, anyway, so that'll do it for this week's Fashion Friday. Join me next week for more fashion hot topics and tips in the fashion industry on 1490 WGCH and WGCH.com anywhere. Oh, oh, oh.